Welcome back to PHM Experience, the podcast. This is a production of Powerhouse Ministries in Smyrna, Delaware, and we are going to be bringing you weekly sermons and our midweek services, as well as podcasts and interviews that we think are going to empower and enrich your life. When you're done listening, feel free to share with someone else, because you never know what impact the word may make. Be blessed. life we need this life this word is life declare that with me the word is life come on say i need my life i need my life i need my word hallelujah i need my life i need my word come on because word the word is life hallelujah holy spirit is here today we love it as he has transitioned us right into the word of the lord hallelujah i will obey him in this season how about you 22nd verse in the 12th chapter says, and he said unto his disciples, somebody shout, that's me, that's me, that's me. So I'm going to say it again. He said unto his disciples, shout, that's me, that's me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. What ye shall eat, neither for the body, what ye shall put on. 23 says, the life is more than meat. Huh. Oh my God, if you had a neighbor, say, neighbor, my life is more than meat. Mm-hmm. And the body is more than raiment. The life is more than meat and the body is more than raiment. 24 says, consider the ravens, for they neither sow nor reap, which neither have storehouse nor barn, and God feedeth them. How much more are ye better than the fowls? How much more are you better than the birds? 25 says, and which of you with taking thought can add to his stature one cubic? 26 verse says, if ye then be not able to do that thing which is least, why take ye thought for the rest? 27, consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, they spin not, yet I say unto you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothed the grass, which is today in the field and tomorrow is cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you, O ye of little faith? 29 says, and seek not ye not ye what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, neither be ye of doubtful mind. For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your Father knoweth that you have need of these things. God know what you need. 31 says, but rather seek ye the kingdom of God, and all of his things shall be added. All these things shall be added unto you. 2032 says, Fear not, little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. And the church said, Amen. 
I want to preach on a little bit. Fear not, little flock, for it is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. <laughs> Somebody say, it's his good pleasure. It's his good pleasure. Amen. As we were worshiping, the Holy Spirit gave me a prophetic utterance. He said, the warfare is real, but he said, but so is the victory. Ah, my God, my God. He said, the warfare is real, but so is the victory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm, I'm, I believe I've qualified for double for my trouble. Is there anybody in the house that qualifies for double for your trouble? We have dealt with a season of trouble, and I am in, I'm in, in expectation of the double because of the trouble. Amen, somebody. We're here this morning and this afternoon, as whoever this is broadcasting, whatever it is, to share with you, amen, that it is God's good pleasure, amen, to bless his people, amen. It is not a question. Some people are praying and saying, Lord, when will it be a break? I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Even in the midst of this storm, this pandemic, I have seen the favor of God. I mean, I mean I'm telling you, if you can get past the fear and the shock of the situation and and see the hand of God working for your good. I'm telling you, it's not that God stopped blessing you March last year in 2020. Matter of fact, he he kicked in gear and started making ways out of no ways. Come on. We say those things in church, but he's literally made ways out of no ways in 2020. And I'm in high expectation in this year of 2021 that there is going to be some good pleasure released in my direction. Amen. Point to your neighbor across the room and say, there's some good pleasure. Amen. Coming in my direction in this year. Amen. Glory to God. God encourages us in this book of Luke. He says, fear not, little flock. He says, fear not. God says, fear not, little flock. Fear not, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. The beginning of that scripture I read today in 22nd, apparently people were concerned about their livelihood. They were concerned about their sustainability. They were concerned about their maintenance. They were concerned about how they were going to make it. And that has been an ongoing thought in many people's lives in the church and out of the church. We have been dealing with some things that have shook the very foundation of our security. But God says the truth of the matter is I've, the things that have been shaken were never your security in the first place. I had to show you how finite and how unstable and undependable some things you depended on in the first place were not dependable. And so God says, I have not changed. I am the same God before the pandemic as it is in the middle of the pandemic. But some of the saints and some of the people outside of church have found out the things they thought were foundational things that they could lean on. They have slid into the ocean but God says I am here I've never left my people I've always been here and if you don't know by now that I am the sustaining force of your life for I am God it is his good pleasure huh. it is not a strain for God to bless you we got to stop being so surprised when things work out in our in our favor. We got to be so we got to stop thinking we're lucky. Come on. It's too many church folks thinking they're lucky when you got to understand we walk in the blessing of God. Somebody shout I ain't lucky, I'm blessed. 
I've had people say that to me. Oh, you really lucky? No, you you might not see where, who I you might not see who I am because He hasn't revealed it to you. But these things happen because they've been orchestrated by the planner, the master planner, God's intention, and it's His good pleasure to bless His people. I want to drive that in your spirit. It is His good pleasure to bless you in your house. Some of your children may be running around. They don't understand why things are working out for them because God has already given a covenant blessing to you because you worship him and it's going to pass down to your seed too. It is your good pleasure and it's going to be the good pleasure of your household that things will work out in your favor. Matter of fact, I declare and decree that things are going to work out in your favor in the next 30 days that man, that man cannot take credit for. Oh, come on. Hear the prophet this morning. I declare and decree in the next 30 days, things are going to work out in your favor that man can't take credit for. Woo! I feel my prophet this morning. Lord have mercy. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to me to tell you that it is my good pleasure. Psalms 51 and 18. Let's read the word of the Lord. Do good in the good pleasure unto Zion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. What does that mean? Do good in the in thy good pleasure unto Zion. God has good pleasure. He desires, he desires, listen to me, he desires to build your walls back, church. <laughs> he desires to build your walls back. Uh, yes, the enemy has sent a blow to some of us. Yes, we have gone through some struggle, but the Lord says it's my good pleasure to build back your walls. And here's the part that really blessed me in that scripture, because if we were to add up what it would take for us to build back, seemingly the position, the money, amen, the power, the situations that we have lost in this last year, glory to God, corporations and companies, people's personal finances and situations have lost so much and God told me to tell you oh my God slow down Dwayne God told me to tell you it's my good pleasure unto Zion to build back the walls of Jerusalem in other words don't worry about trying to get back to the level you were before the pandemic hit it is my good pleasure to bring you back it's not going to be double time and triple time work that's going to bring you back it's my good pleasure matter of fact I'm going to make a three-day journey in one day I'm going to supersede your expectation matter of fact everything you thought you lost in 2020 I'm going to supersede it in 2021 because it's my good pleasure God wants to let you know I had to clear some things out of your life so when the blessing that I have already preordained for you is released that man or the devil won't take credit for it the Lord says there's some unwanted uh, riders on your on your destiny there are some parasites that were attached to you. Oh, I feel like preaching here. There were some things, there were some elements of your past that were still intermingled uh, that wanted to enter into your future. And God said, no, 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 no. What I have for them is so great. I'm going to have to stop everything to kill a man, this thing that doesn't, that does not deserve to move into the next season of your life. That's why people have fallen off your life. Folks that you thought were with you have fallen off the radar because God said they weren't really as 
they weren't really for you like you thought they were. There's some things that have died off, some things that have shut down. And God told me to tell you, it's not a loss. It is necessary for your promotion. I feel like preaching. Ah, my God, the spirit of God is working for my good. It is his good pleasure. Come on, declare with me somebody. I'm right where I need to be for my next step in God. I'm right where I need to be for my next elevation in God. Hallelujah. Do good in thy good pleasure unto Zion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. God said, I'm getting ready to build some stuff church. I'm getting ready to build some digital walls. Uh, Powerhouse was only known in Smyrna but I declare and decree we're going to be known worldwide when this is done. Some of y'all are only known in your town, in your community but God's getting ready to expand your influence. He's getting ready to expand who knows you. They just knew you in Delaware but all of a sudden your name is getting ready to grow larger. God has helped you in this season to keep your feet from sliding and now it's time for your your name to be exalted in the earth. God said you endured hardness as a good soldier in Zion and you've gone with little and you still brought increase. Get ready for the much because I'm getting ready to bring you to a season of press down, shaking together and running over. Somebody say let it run, let it run, let it run. Let it run over. Woo! Fear not. Calm down, Dwayne. Calm down. You only got so much strength. Calm down. Fear not, little flock. Fear not. I know CNN saying what they're saying. I understand they stormed the Capitol the other day. I understand there's turmoil and chaos. Tap your neighbor and say, I'm in it. But it don't affect me like it affects the other folks. I'm in this world, but I'm not of this world. I got I got diplomatic a diplomatic immunity. Oh my God. I've got favor from God. When everybody else is going down, I'm going to be going up because the presence of the Lord is with me. God said to tell you, it is my good pleasure to bless you. I don't need your paycheck to bless you. I don't need your 401k. I don't need your stock portfolio. I don't need your little network of people that normally used to feed you. God said, I'm breaking networks to make you a network. Somebody got to get the revelation. I'm breaking you out of networks to make you a network. You better hear what I'm saying. You've been tied to folks that kept you at a certain level. Unless you break out, even though they fed you, they were crumbs compared to the loaves that I have predestined for your life. Somebody say, get rid of the crumbs. There's some loaves coming my way. I got to break out of the networks that have kept me hostage and become the network of this new season. Oh, I'm prophesying up in here. God told me to tell you that you've been been depending on what you can see. Uh I'm going to go to another level here. You've You've been depending on what used to work. Used to work. Some of you are looking to get back to what used to work. What used to work is dead. It ain't coming back. You're going to have to look for God now. But didn't you know? Oh, oh, I got a newsflash. God is not just God in church. But God is God in the business place. God is God. 
on your business. He's God of your career. He's God in your community. He's God at your bank. He's God. You hear me? Some of y'all have limited God to Sunday morning, but I serve a God of seven days a week, 24 hours a day. If you would take God to work with you, you would see the hand of God move. I serve a mighty God. Come on, declare with me, I'm breaking out of networks to become a network. Woo! Say it again, I'm breaking out of networks to become a network. I'm tired of being in somebody's downline. Come on. I'm tired of being in somebody's downline. Somebody's benefiting for everything I do. Don't you know your Bible? That's why Lathan, Laban didn't want a man Joseph to leave. He didn't want Jacob to leave because Jacob was the anointed, but it was Laban that was getting the benefit. God says the slavery is over. Ah, people pipping your anointing is over. People pipping your power is is over. The Laban anointing spirit that's in your life is being destroyed. God said it's time now Jacob to be able to have your own goats in your own sheep. It's time now Laban. It's time now Joseph, Jacob to now go forth. See, let's get some revelation in the, in the air here. <laughs> Jacob liked what Laban had. Yes, yeah, Jacob liked what Laban had because Laban had a daughter. So he was willing to hang around producing below his, below his possibilities because he liked what Laban had. It's too many of us that are intoxicated by what Laban has and because of a pretty girl. We got to break free of what's pretty and get ourselves in a position where we can become who we really are. You got to understand, Laban got rich as long as Jacob was there. He said, I'd like to have your daughter. Well, you got to work for me for seven years. You got to work for seven years to have this. And that's what this society and this culture is trying to convince you that you got to work this far. You got to get your master's degree. You got to have your doctor's degree. You got to be in a, you got to you got to go up the ladder. You got to work this far. You got to pay your dues. They try to teach you. They try to keep you in lock. They try to keep you your potential locked up because they want to cipher from the God that's in you. The potential of God. That's in, they want to cipher as much virtue out of you uh, because they know the day you wake up and realize it is you that is causing them to get increased. They're going to lose their advantage and all of a sudden seven years goes by listen to the story seven years go by and he thinks that he's going to get the reward that he wants and so he goes into the bedchamber and wakes up in the morning and he's looking at this cross-eyed woman lord have mercy i've been duped i've been deceived this is not what i worked for the last seven years how many people in the church 
have been working and believing God but yet when you've gone into your wedding chamber you didn't get what you thought you were going to get your sacrifice has not brought what you expected and many of the saints have been disappointed but God says because you've been involved in a network that wasn't my network you depended on something that wasn't from me and you got lured by something pretty and shiny but it stole from your potential I'm preaching real good right now. I hope y'all getting this. And so the Holy Spirit told me to tell you, amen, you got to break your networks in this season. The spirit of Laban has been exposed in your life. And Jacob finally says, look, I'll work another seven years for you to get what I want. He works another seven years. Listen to me, church. 14 years of Producing at a high level, but not getting the results of your own personal production. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but somebody needs to get enough confidence to realize this. If you can make them rich, you can make yourself rich. Come on. You got to have enough faith in who you are because they believe in who you are. That's why they're keeping you around. Hey, she turned up a hole. Now, now the story goes like this. The story goes like this. Jacob finally had Jacob finally had enough of this. He packs up. And here's the thing you got to learn from Jacob. We got to learn from our predecessors. Jacob was trying to tell him, I wanted to have my own. He says, Look, I want to get my own. And so Laban, you know, says, if you can, you can have all the spotted ones. You can have all the spotted ones. And the Holy Spirit quickened him. He put some sticks in some water. And next thing you know, all of the goats and the sheep started coming. The goats started coming out spotted. He started multiplying and then Laban. See, here's the thing about Laban. Laban will tell you what you want to hear to keep you around. But when you start to really manifest how great you are, he'll renege on you. How many people, amen, have thought they should have got the promotion, but now you're training the person uh, in the position that you should have had. I'm preaching real good because Laban ain't never going to let you go. Jacob finally understood that he had to break loose from the network. Jacob finally understood he had to pack up his bags and roll out in the middle of the night to get himself a fresh start. I come to preach in 2021 that God is telling the people of God you're going to have to break loose from some stuff that's been feeding you for the last 14 years. But if you break loose, God said I'm going to give you the press down, the shaking together and the running over. Don't be afraid of leaving the Laban in your life. Don't be afraid of leaving the network in your life because the same God that provided you while you were bound and afflicted is the same God that's going to provide for you when you get loose. The Bible says, the story goes, he snatched up his two wives because Jacob left with two wives. He left with two wives and some kids in the middle of the night. And we knew, we learned this, we learned this. As rich as Laban was, he didn't want to get rid of his golden goose. Laban and his sons packed up the camels and got after Jacob, ran him down uh, because he didn't want to lose his golden goose. Let me tell you something. We're in a season in time 
where you're going to have to make your exodus. Amen. But just because you've left doesn't mean it's left you. Mm -hmm. There's going to be some residue of the spirit of Laban in your life, and you're going to have to make your mind up to break loose. Now, I will say this to you, that when you first break loose, you're possibly going to be in a position worse than you've ever been in the last 14 years. But don't worry about where you are right now. It's not where you are. It's where you're going. Somebody shout with me, I will take the hit to be able to stand up on my own two feet. Oh my God, somebody say I'm willing to take the hit to be able to stand up on my own two feet. Oh my God. Many people stay, many people stay with the network of Laban because they don't want that break in the flow of blessing. They don't want to have to quote, quote, start over. I'm going to hurt your feelings with this statement. You, 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 you fearing about starting over when you ain't never started. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't never started. As long as you've been feeding someone else's future, you haven't started your own future. So why are you fearing about starting over when you ain't, you ain't really ever, that's the lie, that's the illusion that you're going to lose so much when you really, you haven't, see, see Laban thought he had rights to everything Jacob left with because it, was, it happened under him. So he thought he had a right to chase Jacob down. Because Laban says, you don't quit when I, you don't quit when you want to, you quit when I say so. Laban don't care that you kept your side of the bargain. It wasn't that Jacob didn't work this 14 years. He did exactly what the deal was, but it still wasn't enough for Laban because Laban understands that the reason why he is blessed is because of you. And what fool would lose his cash cow? What fool would lose his golden goose? If Laban had another wife that, that Jacob would have wanted, he probably would have put her up there on the block too. I got one more. Give me another seven years. I don't know why I got in that message. Lord have mercy. I hear some, I hear, I hear networks falling. I hear dependencies being destroyed, dissolving. Come on, somebody. And you know, you know when it's real. After I preach this message, you're going to see some stuff happen. You're going to have some people give you threats. You know, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be where you are right now. Uh, you, you, what, you're too good for me now. Uh, you, uh, all I've done for you. Oh, come on, somebody. If it wasn't for you in the house, if it wasn't for you in the business, if it wasn't for you, come on, somebody. You got to remember back to Joseph. It was Potiphar who increased because Joseph was there. The prison increased because Joseph was there. Egypt increased because Joseph was there. Somebody's jump on your feet. Everywhere I go, there's increase. Everywhere I work, there's increase. Everywhere I live, there's increase because the Spirit of God is on my life. It's just like the devil to want to take the credit for the increase that came through your sacrifice. 
is just like the devil that want to take the credit for the increase that came through your sacrifice. Just like the devil. Y'all sit down, sit down. I ain't had nobody stand up for me in about 12 months. I don't know how to act right now. <laughs> Woo! The Holy Spirit told me to tell you it is my good pleasure to bless you. Whenever you hear a negative word this week, it, it's like, that's all right. It's his good pleasure to work this out. See, some people are going to cut you off so that what really is for you can be turned on. So don't be mad about the sentimental value and the relation that have been severed. Don't worry about the flesh. We are walking in the spirit in this season. And so the emotions may be tumultuous, but your spirit man is going to exceed. Now, another network for other people. Some people deal with networks of money and they're controlled by money and influence that money gives. Other people are controlled by networks of sensual, sensualness or sensual, sensuality. Some of us are entangled with a network of Delilah. Our potential is hindered because we're laying in the lap of Delilah. We're either, we're either tied up with some woman or man we ain't got no business to be tied up with. That's a network. Or we're now digitally attached to a Delilah of some stuff we ain't got no business looking at on the TV. Come on, somebody. I'm talking about porn. Come on. There are some things in networks that's hindering our potential and power for moving forward in the things of God. Somebody said, I got to break the network. I got to break the network. Whoa, this message is going to go viral. I got to break the network. I got to break the network of sensualness in my life. Delilah's network keeps you in the lap. And when you're in the lap of Delilah, you're not producing as a judge. You got to remember, Samson's authority was not a lover. His authority was as a judge. Just because you are profitable in one area, if it's not the area that God had preordained you to be in, you're not profitable at all. Just because he was a lover, he wasn't functioning in his predestined place. And Delilah gets you into areas that you're not destined in, but that you may be good in. Just because you're good at it doesn't mean you're destined for it. Another thing that Delilah Network does, it keeps you from being able to see what you're really supposed to be accomplishing. It steals your vision. It steals your purpose. Uh -huh -huh. You have pleasure but no purpose. Too many people have accepted the pleasure over purpose because purpose has aggravation connected to it. Purpose is annoying. Purpose, amen, is, 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 is egregious, egregious. Purpose is painful. And Delilah is fun. And it feels good. But you ain't going nowhere. I need about 3,000 people to jump on their feet and say I'm willing to take the pain to fulfill my purpose. Hey! I'm willing to take the pain to fulfill my purpose. You can sit down. Thank you, 3,000. Thank you. Because the Bible says one can chase a thousand, two can put ten thousand to flight. I just need one. That's a thousand. Two's ten. Ten of y'all jumped up. We a hundred thousand. Come on, somebody. Yee-hoo! 
Spirit of the Lord is speaking to us. That I don't know, I'm not going to name all your networks today, but you hear the revelation of God speaking. Because how many times has God given you instruction, but you passed it through an unsanctioned filter? Do you hear what I'm saying? In other words, you got a divine revelation, but you tried to get it, a, a, you, you tried to get it confirmed through an unsanctioned filter. I'm going to break it down for you. I heard from God, but then I bring it to my brother and run it by him as if he can validate what God said. That's an unsanctioned, unauthorized filter that now brings a, 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 a uh, perversion to that which was pure. Mm -hmm. We got to stop going to unsanctioned people with our divine revelation that is... It's supposed to be just for us. Now, there are sanctioned people in your life that you can get guidance from. The incredible thing is, if I'm your pastor and I have covenant and I have rule over your life, y'all don't like that word, but I do. If I have rule over your life, now I become a sanctioned member that you can run things by. We got the Bible to back it up. So Samson, amen, Samuel, amen, is in the temple and he is submitted under Eli. Mm -hmm. Eli was the high priest at the time. Even though Eli was fat and out of the will of God, he was still in a position of authority. When God spoke to Samuel, he did not understand what he was hearing. So he went to his sanctioned authority to inquire. Matter of fact, the voice of God sound like his sanctioned authority. Because he thought Eli called him. Eli, he says, he said, he said, Eli, what can I do for you? Boy, I ain't call you. Go on back to bed. The boy went back bewildered because he knew he heard something, but he couldn't understand what he heard. In this season, it is important that you are connected to the proper voice because you're not going to understand everything God is speaking to you in this season. You're going to hear it, but you're not going to be able to interpret it properly. So then he goes back to sleep and God speaks to him again. He jumps up and says, Eli, here am I. What can I do for you? He said, boy, I didn't call you. But this time, when you hear him speak, say, here am I. You know, sometimes you need somebody in your life to just tell you how to respond to a divine word. He said, here am I. And then God began the dialogue with him. And that was the beginning of his new network Whew. he went to Eli now another story and I gotta go home now is when Saul the king Saul was the king and when he broke his covenant and gave sacrifice when the Philistines were attacking him before the prophet got there God broke covenant with him and said that I'm not gonna talk to you no more because he went, uh, he went, he broke the network of blessing and went outside of the order. Mm -hmm. He got in trouble again, and because he couldn't go to his normal prophet, he dresses himself up like some traveler and seeks out the witch of Endor, an unauthorized authority, to get instruction and insight of the realm of the spirit. 
Lord have mercy. See, the problem of it is, if you don't have a relationship with God, then you will seek out unauthorized relationships. If you're not connected to your man and woman of God or somebody that God has put over you, and the sad thing is, is that God never intended for anyone to be a bastard. Everybody has some kind of headship or father or mother or someone that you should be submitted to. Even though I'm Bishop Bull, I still have a Bishop Dennis. Y'all ain't hearing me up in here. Somebody, I need somebody to say, that's right. Or that's completely wrong. We all need that. No matter how much Holy Ghost you have, we all need someone to keep us accountable because at the end of the day, we are still human. Woo! The Holy Spirit says to me, I gotta go home, y'all. I gotta go home. I've been preaching these little messages. I'm not used to preaching this long. Yoo-hoo. Back on, I gotta, I gotta get on the cardio box. Like, Bible, the, the Lord says, it's, in my, it's my good pleasure. But you're gonna have, look, look, look. God told me, God, here, here's how this works in 2021. If I give you a word, you're responsible to carry out the instructions. Don't come to church on Sunday and say, he really preached good, but then you don't put no application to the word to your life. Don't say Bishop talked about networks and you still tied up with the same one. You're going to have to break free of the ungodly network to get the results of the words you just heard. As long as you're tangled with Delilah, don't look for revelation. As long as you're entangled with Laban, don't look for your own increase. You are going to have to take the word and apply it to your own life and don't be like, well, I just need God to take Laban out of my life. No, God's not going to take Laban and God's not going to take your nappy head out of the lap of Delilah. You're going to have to raise your own head up and walk out of Delilah's house and learn how to live celibate long enough to see your future. These Pentecostal preachers we've been preaching about sin and keeping y'all, putting y'all in hell every time you sin. But I got something more present for you. Sin keeps you from your future. We ain't even talking about hell and heaven. I'm talking about your present. Sin keeps you from your present. Sin keeps you from your destiny. Sin keeps you from your future. Just imagine if Adam and Eve never sinned, they were in a utopia that was ne- they were never, look, look at the contract they had without sin. The contract they had without sin was they were never supposed to die. That was a good benefit in the contract. Another benefit of a sinless life is that they were never supposed to work. Another part of the contract, they were never supposed to sweat. Sin makes you sweat. Sin makes you angry. Sin makes you lonely. Sin makes you lose stuff. So if you don't, you ain't worried about going to hell. Sin kills your future. It kills your present and your future. When sin came into Adam and Eve, they got thrusted out of a, of a deal that they never recovered from. Now, they were functioning in a season, in a dimension where there was no grace. And I come to encourage some people that have fallen in sin that you can actually get to a place that God wants you to be because of the grace and the mercies of God. 
But you don't, don't think for a minute you're going to keep sinning and, and be ushered into that place. You got you to gotta lay aside the weight and the sin that may so easily beset you so you can what? Run this race with patience. You can't run till you drop sin. Sin makes you crawl. Sin makes you pull yourself along. The, sin doesn't allow you to move quickly because sin is a weight that you can't carry. Fear not, little flock, for it is you, your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Ephesians 1 and 9, I got to finish. For it, is, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Read it again, preacher. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. I'm getting excited right now. It says, for it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Oh, uh oh, uh oh, newsflash. My next season, my next blessing has nothing to do with the external networks that I've been depending on because what God has for me is working in me to come through me. I told you, stop depending on networks and become the network. God is shifting us from feeding to becoming the feeder. Don't you understand that's what the head means when you're the head and not the tail? The tail eats. The head feeds. The tail experiences what the head thinks. The head has the vision, the creativity, the vision, the ability. The, head, the tail has to deal with whatever's been created. So are you going, are you, see, the tail is on a delayed timer. By the time it gets to the tail, the head's already got, it's already got old with the head. When new fashion comes out of the creatives out of, out of Paris, by the time it gets to Marshalls where you shop, it's already out of season. Aren't you tired of buying out of season clothes? Don't you want to be at the level that when it's created, you experience it at the level of its creation? I'm preaching too high for some people. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We got this Marshall mentality. We got this TJ Maxx mentality. Uh, we, buy, we buy winter clothes during the spring because we think we're smart because it's cheaper. When God wants us to wear it when it's supposed to be worn. We say it costs too much. You ain't paying for it anyhow because it's his good pleasure. Thanks for tuning in to another week of PHM Experience, the podcast. This is a production of Powerhouse Ministries Incorporated, located in Smyrna, Delaware, where Bishop Dwayne L. Bull and Pastor Sybil Bull are our senior pastors. Tune back in for another empowering sermon, class, or midweek service experience that we know is going to bless your life. As always, come for the experience.